Derby Week on the Principality Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Friends meet friends. Scarlet's and Wales Hooker Ken Owens certainly knows the key. I'm friends with uh, a lot of the boys on the other side, but they do exactly the same. Again, they've got a job to win us to get a win, and the uh, forward battle, the physicality generally comes out on top. I suppose Pat Nicky Smith says rivals still help each other out when they're with Wales. Tips so you can help in my technique, whatever, and vice versa. Then, yeah, you know, we were all flat, and it's not just Samson's, wherever. You know, the bigger picture is that, you know, we just want to try and be better rugby players. It's a mouth-watering clash between the Blues and Dragons back rows, admits Dragons coach Bernard Jackman. I, I think there's a lot of, a lot of good back rows in Wales. I'm lucky I have a number of them, and, you know, you love to see them playing against you. Definitely, it's, it's a positive. But Blues coach John Mulvihill says it's a good time for the derby clashes. I think the excitement of Welsh rugby, you know, it's alive and well, and we will be looking forward to those games. There's going to be a lot of excitement around those derby matches. Indeed, and we can put a lot more detail on all those clashes with the added interest of a Wales squad for the November Internationals to be selected in a week or two. So we'll start with the West Wales derby at Parker Scarlets, where the Ospreys are the visitors. Captain of the Scarlets, Ken Owens, is trying to keep his feet on the ground. Just a game of rugby, and it's what we're paid to do, so it's, you know, we'll turn up and our friends with a lot of the boys and on the other side, but they'd be exactly the same, but then they've got a job too, and that's... Um, to get a win and you know Derby and especially these games have generally been whoever wins the physicality battle and who turns up on the day with wins the, the forward battle the physicality like I said you know generally comes out on top How are you feeling now you're a, you're a summer working on our side of things and, and then a break last week are you ready? Yeah good it's was, it was good to get a you know an extra couple of weeks off I'm not going on tour and obviously uh, freshening the mind up more than anything and you now I've had a good break good decent pre-season and you know, a week off last week was I still trained quite hard, but not to have the game as obviously nice. Got to rotate and give other boys opportunities as well, which has been good. It'd be good for the squad. You know, Ryan's had a big 60 or 70 minutes last week. You know, performed well, so it's it's good to have that competition in the squad. Can you really relax if you if you're on tour in that role? Did you stick your boots in your bag in case of injuries? Or how did it work? No, you know, Gas had mentioned that. I was on standby for the tour anyway. Um, obviously, boys are on standby because uh, somebody can go down injured any time. So you know, you obviously got to be a little bit prepared. That if you're in Argentina, then it's probably a good idea to put some kit in just in case. Especially with only two hookers being on tour. You know, one boy goes down and could potentially be called up. So being smart and being prepared, isn't it? So there was a pair of boots in the bag just in case. So do you relax? Or do you do a bit of training every morning? How does that? Oh, I did trained out there. You know, we all. Even in your off season and your downtime, you still keep on top of things and work. So I, was, you know, got to the gym most days and done a little bit of training. What shape are the Scarlets in for for this one? Because a lot of injuries, a couple of tougher games. Good yeah. one at the weekend. There are injuries, but if you look at the size that we're still putting out, it's still very strong. So the strength and depth has improved with us as a squad this year. Some young boys have come in and put their hands up. You know, Ed Kennedy, Dan Davis, and these boys. And they've taken their opportunities and, you know, with uh, the Scarlet A setup as well, that's working really well and the boys are performing at that level and a couple of boys have stepped up from the A's to the, the first team, especially last week, and, and slotted right in. So that system's working for us at the moment. So, you know, we are in a good spot. We've been slightly inconsistent with our performances at the start of the year, which hasn't been ideal, but we're in a good place. We're sitting second in our conference 
good win, a good momentum booster going into this weekend. But you know, you know Derby's uh, generally form goes out the window, and it's about who turns up on the day and uh, wins them physicality battles. They seem a different proposition to last season, maybe, and former Scarlets players are playing quite a, a role in that. No, they've gone well. You know, there's a great start to the season, but the Munster game, which you know was probably self-explanatory, made a lot of changes and. And people spoke about it, but you know they've gone really well. They've got a good away win in Zebra, which is always a tough place to go. And they're playing some good stuff. Uh, some key players are really excelling for them and putting their hand up. And some players look really fresh and rejuvenated, which is a you know obviously a worry for us. But that's going to be a great match, as most derby days are. Some perhaps lack quality, but at times due to different reasons. But they're all it's always an enjoyable game due to the edge and the the suspense and, and the drama brought to it and. I would like to think that we're a long way off where we were a long time ago when derbies were one-sided battles. You know, I think it's two very competitive sides who want to go at each other and, um, and really kick on in the season. They've obviously got a few players who can say, this is the attacking structure, this is the defensive structure, this is what we need to do. So do you need to change the stuff you do week in, week out because of that? No, you always adapt, but you've got to have your core principles and and philosophies as a side which we have and, I'm sh- and they have as well but you can't change too much you've got to do what you're good at make some slight tweaks and changes to adapt to perhaps some things they'll bring they've obviously changed slightly over the summer and the way they defend And but you know you, you can't worry too much about the opposition you've got to get your own house in order first and that's what we're working on this week As we heard there there are a few players who've switched sides over the summer including centre Kieran Fonatia who went from the Ospreys to the Scarlets. It's always an exciting one when you're versus an old team or, or mates, you sort of got a bit more edge about you and almost something to prove, I suppose. Yeah. I suppose that's just sport, isn't it? For me, yeah, it's a game that you, you look forward to, you, you have a little bit more edge about you and a little bit more excitement about it, just because you want to get one up on your mates. The guys I'm close with want to get up one on me, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Well, we'll be telling the Scarlets about the Ospreys this week. No, nah, they've uh, they've changed a lot a lot of their systems and stuff like from what I can see and the defensive patterns and all that. So I probably won't be able to tell them a, a lot really. Yeah, I think uh, Clarkey sort of got them going in the right direction and they've they've bounced back from last year and they look like they're, they're having a pretty good season so far. Do you think the Scarlet style suits your style more, Uh Yeah, I suppose it's a lot of the same. So it reminds me of the teams I played with back home. Um, with the way we play here and it's exciting getting your hands on the ball and feeling like we the way we do is yeah I enjoy it Is it a, a, a relief almost because things didn't quite work out as you might have wanted them to at the Ospreys does this feel like a, a fresh start? Yeah I wouldn't say it's a relief but it's definitely a fresh start I feel like I just I get to I don't know be me and express myself a little bit more just because it suits me personally a little bit more than, than the Ospreys did at that time last year they look like they've changed a lot of the way they play and I know more heads up rugby like they look like they're playing with the spaces a bit more and in their defences they're bringing a bit more line speed now. Osprey's prop Nicky Smith admits there'll be plenty of familiarity when the two sides meet. Yeah I think we always keep a close eye on all the Welsh teams there so we'll set for a derby. Looking back at this fixture last year we were you know I think we lost like the last minute so you know we were unlucky. We're not thinking about it too much, but there's certainly going to be a back of minds when we play on Saturday. It's not going to lie to you, we are off a good start, but this is probably our first proper test. Um, no disrespect to the other teams we played, but we know what Scarlet's capable of. They say the last two or three years they've been finding this in, in the league in Europe, so we know what's coming, um, personnel as well. 
but we just really excited for it. I mean, just can't wait to Saturday. You know, not so much as any Welsh derby is always you. You know, personally, you know the boys well. It's always a bit of banter leading up towards the week with any of the Welsh team. So it's the same again. We just we know we're in a good place in the minute. Um, these last couple of weeks have been brilliant on and off the field. Um, so we just got to keep that going. It's yeah, it's a big game, but it's also another you know majority of the season to go as well. So it's not you know understanding it yet. It's a big game, but we know you know again again the saying that it is just a game. Who do you think Samson is important? Tough. Yeah, he's um, one of the best tight ends around. You know he takes scrummages very serious and he seems to be getting more mobile as the years go on. Yeah. And I'll have a crack in. It'll be a good battle. But you know when you're involved in the Wales camp, obviously you're working together, you're training together. And when you pick up little tips about the likes of Samson, when then then when you've got to come against them in a regional game or something like that. I think it's good with the Wales camp that you know Scarlett, Osprey, Blues, yeah. or whatever. It, that kind goes out the window, right. and there's just one team. And so yeah, we do help each other out. You know, if there's anything I can offer if I am there, then I will. And I know most most of the boys are exactly the same yeah. as well. So, yeah, Samson, he is a good scrummage, and yeah, certainly he has helped the dollar boys out, you know, when we've done the live scrummage sessions up in, uh, up in Cardiff. Robert Evans is likely to be out. Windrown starting, I mean, it's very similar to Samson. You've been in, in quite a few camps with him, working together with him quite a lot. Yeah, I think, you know, to be fair to Scarlett, they've got three good boys there with Rob, Wynn, and Phil. So, whoever starts in that one sure it's going to be a good battle but yeah Wynn's a good guy and um, he's something improvement wise he's been lucky with injuries talent of Rob Ev as well so we know it's going to be in that one shirt a tough battle but you know it's again something that personally and you know around the park we're excited about Did you see as you were head to head the other person in your position or the tight head? People definitely but for me it'd be the tight head because obviously that's the guy you know as being too terrible that's the one he's coming against so it's not really so much concentrating on what the other guy does. If you're, you know, don't do your job right against your tight dead, then you know it's going to be long day in the office. When you have those scrummaging sessions in Wales camps, does Samson sort of say tight heads don't like this? Does he actually give you tips that will help you against him? I wouldn't necessarily say help against him, but you know, there's tips that he can help you my technique, whatever, and vice versa. Then yeah, you know, we were all flat, and it's not just Samson's wherever is up there that we always help each other out because you know the bigger picture is that you know we just want to try and be better rugby players. Been a pretty settled pack in particular this season. Last look at the Ospreys, maybe different from last year. Is that one of the the big changes? You know, are you going into battle with SSB? You know, in rugby and anything sport, momentum's everything. And at the minute, like I said, we just seem to be peaking at the right time with the Scarlets game coming, and then after that, two tough Europe games. So it is the right time to peak, but we know we got to get everything right and um, not put too much pressure on us. I'm sure if we carry on the way we are, then we'll be in a good place coming Saturday. Scarlets are clearly looking to run a games. Obviously, they've got two massive, great European games following. You're not in that competition, so this is the one for you. Does that give you an advantage that in the next three weeks, actually, you've got one major focus, not three? I wouldn't necessarily say that. I think Europe, we're going to take very seriously as um, a competition that I think we got to the quarters when we lost good start, and I was you know, one of the... Well, we do grim by the dark moments I've been with Osprey losing that game so we could probably we're not taking Europe lightly yes of course it wouldn't be the big one but we certainly see a chance that we can get up to that group and go far in the competition so it's three big games for us as well of course they're in that competition partly at least because of a slow start last season this time round it's been a different story with just the one defeat so far this season under coach Alan Clark. I think when you you look at your season you look at your first six Pro 14 games for us, getting through to where we are at this stage after five games, we'd see this, yes, as a mini-test. We probably, in our view, or most definitely in my view, uh, we've won the games that I expected us to win, three at home and one away. 
within that block of wind and now we go to a side that's been at the top of Pro 14 rugby and indeed European rugby last year most definitely going to be a, a real test for us and the benchmark of how far we've come I think it's exciting for both sets of supporters certainly as a team there's a real healthiness about the place uh, there's a desire to come to work there's a desire to to play well and I suppose if you look at the number of tries we've conceded or lack of tries we've conceded in our four wins that tells you something about the morale of the group Obviously you've got a couple of ex-Scarlets in the ranks have you been uh I think when you look at the diaspora of Welsh rugby, there are people from all over in all sides. That's not exclusive to the Ospreys. Everybody knows each other so well within the Welsh rugby environment and community. These boys are rubbing shoulders, they're talking to each other on a weekly basis, I would suggest. So, yeah, like Alad and Scott, most recent to have come from Scarlets to this region. But as I said, they've just been supporting the group, they've been focusing on their, their own roles and responsibilities to ensure that we're in the best state of affairs come Saturday. Can I ask specifically about Alid? He's come here for more regular rugby and can you say how you how much you've impressed by how he's slotted into the group He's come in and he's showing that he's a winner, he's got an edge, he's ambitious, but he's equally a good team person. I see him working with the other nines and that healthy competition within the group stimulates performance, drives performance and as a nine within our team yes he, he does bring a quality skill set that gets us moving and I know you know the boys on behalf of him are, are really looking forward to the game this Saturday. Yeah. There'll be a lot of focus Gareth Davis plays for the Scarlet Valley because we also plays on that head to head. Is there a danger that the players can sort of be caught up in that points to prove type scenario? No, these guys are too good for that. To be honest, both teams, they've been there before, they'll, they'll be there again. They recognise that individual rewards come from team performance. Sort of imagine your next three games, they're obviously in the big competition in Europe, so they've got three massive games coming up. Yours are a slightly lower level, so this would be the big focus of the next three weeks. I don't know if that's right, but if it is, would that give you an advantage? Um, we haven't actually addressed it that way. We've looked at it as this is the end point of this six-week block and then we'll reassess for the Challenge Cup. But you've got to remember that in the Challenge Cup we play Poe, Worcester and Stade Francais. So, you know, Stade Francais currently are second in the top 14. I'm going to take my foot off the pedal at 5 o'clock Saturday afternoon, take a breath for a few hours and then I'll start thinking about next week. listening to the Principality Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Newport and Saturday, the Dragons will be entertaining the Blues, both coming into the game with a couple of wins under their belts so far this season. The back row battle will be quite something, especially open side where we could see a fit again Ollie Griffiths for the Dragons. We've got a really strong back row as have the Blues, like, well, they can pick two uh, world-class back rows, back rows I suppose, they've got Nick Williams, Navidi, LS, Ollie Robinson's been playing really well, so yeah, it's going to be a, a big part of the game is the breakdown on the weekend. Do you know Ellis well? Is he um, I went on summer tour with him last year, played against him a number of times, great player, um, so yeah, look, really looking forward to the battle. If you go back to the time of that summer tour, you seem to be the next cab 
off the rank from a Wales point of view. You've obviously had injuries, and Ellis, Josh Navidi yeah. in particular, come through. So does that mean it's it's a little bit harder for you now than it would have been? Um, it's always been dis- difficult. I mean, if you look at the back row, um, Wales have been able to pick the last few years. There's so much competition there, and then likes of James Davis uh, getting his caps last year. Ellis playing really well in the VD in the autumn last year was uh, exceptional. So yes, it's really is a lot of competition, but um, fingers crossed, uh, I can push on. Hopefully, be a. If I go back two years, you seem to be playing a bit of a lone hand, which is what got you into the Wales squad. Mm-hmm. Now you've got the likes of Ross, pretty strong back rows. That again, is that easier? Yeah, it is. I mean, um, playing with the likes of Ross, uh, Wayne Wright, Caddy, and then the experience of Lewis Evans, the back row we've got, we've got years full of competition. So um, I just need to be playing well here, and hopefully start week in week out here. What time do you start looking ahead to November selection? Um, I don't know really. I mean, all I can really do is uh, put my best foot forward, play the best rugby I can play, and um, what happens, I suppose. But this is probably the biggest game in that, isn't it? Yeah, it's a massive game. I mean, everyone's going to be looking at this, um, especially the selection in a few weeks, but I don't want to caught up in that too much. Just play well this week and, and see what happens for me, I suppose. How do you assess where the Dragons are? Because you lost the opening game, which we thought you might win. Apart from that, you've pretty much won the ones we thought you'd win, lost the ones we thought you might lose. This is the one, I suppose, that's up in the air and yeah, we find out where you are. Do we? If, we, if we win this game, we go th- three wins from six. and That's a pretty de- decent position, especially having played away to Leinster and Glasgow. So, yeah, this is a is a big game for us, but boys are positive. I think we're in a, in a good place now. Our defence has uh, come on the last few weeks. Still bits and bobs to work on, but hopefully this week uh, we put our full performance in, which I think has been a few weeks coming. Has it been nice to have Warren in the camp, Ollie? And has he sort of had a chat with yourself personally? And if so, what's he said? Um, nothing, really. Um, said hello and everything, and he's been in doing a bit of defence with us, and it's been great. Um, some of his experience, obviously, as you all know. It's nice having someone like that in and keeps keeps the boys on edge, gives uh, gives us that little extra edge and trainer. Really disappointed uh, last year not to kick on. I mean gone away in the summer at all. Um, the injuries I had, three pretty bad injuries, broke my jaw, then my ankle and then my hip towards the end of the season. So uh, touch wood that's me for a while now and um I can get a run of games together now. And, and how do you feel physically now? I feel they're three serious, quite serious injuries. Yeah, I feel good. I mean my rehab's been really good, my conditioning, Ben Sterling's been great. Get back to full fitness and everything as a, the conditioner. So yeah, feeling really good. It's been nice to play five games, I think it is, and uh, yeah, feeling really good physically. Yeah. Of course, the two co-captains for Wales in the summer will be face to face: Ellis Jenkins and Corey Hill. Former Blues Academy player Hill knows there's a different field this week. I think all derby weeks are pretty intense. Every week is is obviously important to us because we we build in towards something. And yeah, I think we we start to come together nicely. Put a big focus on defence in the last couple of weeks, and I think that's coming through. Uh, we cut out a couple of errors in our game now, start to put results together. But yeah, definitely, it's like a test match week. Everyone's everyone's buzzing. Everyone wants to be involved. Everyone wants to get one up on on our neighbours. When you first came here, I imagine you were really stoked for playing against the Blues, where you you started off. Does that feeling still apply to you? Um, well, yeah, you're obviously going back to your old club. I am um, come to the Blues Academy, so. So yeah, it is obviously a little bit special to the boys who've, who've been there and played the Blues to go back and, and get one over them. Has there been much banter between the players, text flying back and forth this week? Or? No, to be honest, Andrew, we haven't done nothing yet, so I don't know if we'll if we last one towards the end of the week. But yeah, it's obviously you're friends with a lot of those guys who play down there and you play international rugby with them and play through the age grade, uh, age grade sorry, friendly with those boys. But yeah, I'm sure it'll be pretty heated up um, Saturday. Would it be slightly weird, Corey, to be up against Ellis? Obviously, the summer, you were the two co-captains. I'm sure you worked very closely together. 
across those three matches now you're going to be probably opposition captains? Uh, no, not really. We've played against each other for many a time so for the Blues and, and whatnot. So no, I don't think I don't think it'd be, be anything different. Thought you might win the opening game of the season. Since then, results have gone pretty much as we expected. This is the one that people are maybe not sure about. It could easily go either way. Is this where your season starts in a way? Yes, yeah, look, we were disappointed not to get a win in the opening week, and, and we've managed to get two on a bounce at home. So yeah, we're starting to build momentum there, and hopefully we can we can get another one on the weekend. And it is a building block, but effectively we've got to go out and win on a Saturday. So we've managed to get sort of five. And if we can get get a win on a weekend and to end the first block before going to Europe with a win, I think we'd be pretty pleased with that and carrying on the momentum at home as well. A lot of eyes are going to be focused on the back row clash maybe more than more than the second row clash. Are you going to be sort of interested in what's going on around you, so to speak? Uh, no, nah, we've all got our own jobs. I think we've got a hell of a back row. They've got a hell of a back row. It'll be, be a terrific challenge and, and all the boys are looking forward to it. Well, here's the assessment of both sides from Dragons coach Bernard Jackman. The Blues could easily be coming into this game five wins and uh, I thought they put in probably the best regional performance of the season, you know, in their performance against Munster, so we uh, we have massive respect for them. But there's elements of the game against Glasgow which were pleasing for us. You know, we we've gone now to probably two of the toughest places away from home, Leinster and Glasgow, and there was definitely an improvement against Glasgow. We've much more streetwise than we were against Leinster. You know, we controlled the game better. Disappointed we didn't get anything out of it, but uh, there was errors that we made that that led to that, and we you know we like to think we can fix them pretty quickly. We haven't really seen any weaknesses in, in the Blues, to be honest. We're still trying to perfect their own game and um, get everybody on the same page. So we're just looking at elements of the game that we haven't been implementing well or elements that we've been implementing well that we need to we've been focusing more on ourselves than, the, than trying to find weaknesses in the Blues that aren't there. The back row battle thing is going to be huge. I mean, obviously they then go Turnbull, Ellis, Navidi, Nick Williams, uh, Ollie Robinson, and then obviously we've got, it's probably the strongest area of our side. So I think it would be key there. They're very, very hard on the ball. You know, we're going to need you know, a strong referee in that area. But I think you know our back row are, are starting to click well, and you know we're certainly looking forward to match up against guys who are, who are direct opponents of theirs in terms of trying to force their way into Wales as well. So um, I think definitely there's a pep in their step, and um, they're looking forward to it. And you talk about the derby. You talk about players going up against each other who are possibly rivals for Wales. The first, the first place everyone will look at will be an open side. When you name your teams, potentially Ollie against Ellis. As, as, on, as fans of the game, that's the kind of deal that gets us going as yeah. a coach. Is that something exciting? I rate out of strength really highly. I also lucky enough to work with Ollie every day, and I think he's got he's got huge potential. Yeah, and as a coach, we're the same as you guys. We love the game. We love seeing seeing people challenged and tested, and seeing how they go. And you know, if, whoever gets the the better of of the other this week won't mean anything long term. But it's just it's just a little win. This week, you know, um, and potentially that has, has an effect on the pecking order. But I, I think there's a lot of, a lot of good back rows in Wales. I'm lucky I have a number of them, and you know, you like to see them playing against each other. Definitely, that's it's a positive. And I think it generally happens here that for Welsh derbies, the best players play in Ireland for a couple of years. There was a bit of rotation where the international players didn't play one of the fixtures over Christmas, which I think harmed it. I think it's great to see people battling out for for the position in the in the pecking order. Blues coach John Mulvihill certainly looking forward to the game after his side have bounced back from some early season disappointments. Three games lost in the final minutes, giving way to two good wins in the last couple of weeks. Funny, like you never think about that you're going to lose at any stage. Even in the darkest hour, you don't think about what's coming next. You just concentrate on the process. Things are really exciting league. There's a lot of very good teams involved. Uh, each of them play a little bit differently. You have to sort of change little parts of your strategy each week. 
derbies now. How much are you looking forward to that experience? I think the excitement of Welsh rugby, you know, it's alive and well, and we will be looking forward to those games. And uh, obviously, if we continue to play well and the crowd support us the way we do, there's going to be a lot of excitement around those derby matches. So those two thrilling regional derbies amongst the many interesting clashes around Wales this weekend. We'll be looking forward to Europe next week on the Principality Welsh Rugby Union podcast. But until then, goodbye.